0: Dr. Michael Ventris, meteorologist Sean Pratt, and your host,
1: Colin Golzinski.
2: I think we're...
3: After some good. technical difficulties, we are back and running, backing up.
2: Backing up and back and running. So, we're... Do we want to, you know, pick up where we left off here?
3: No, let's sure. start it over again. You, right. want,
0: to start, you want to start it yeah, over? We, let's start it all over. Colin, what are we doing here? Why are we here? What okay. do we do? Well, again, I hope everyone can hear us now. Uh, we appreciate the viewers coming back. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, again, we're Fantasy Football Weather Guys. Uh, my name is Colin Golczynski. I'm kind of the host and the ineffective driver of our production. <laughs> 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 and like I said, we got uh, Dr. Mike Ventris and meteorologist Sean Brad, and we're here to just discuss the p- possible impacts that weather will have on your daily fantasy and weekly fantasy leagues. Um, we have our website that I was sharing um, beforehand. yeah, And hopefully now everyone can see that. That is- Well, before
3: we get into that big Colin. Yeah. I want to say it's welcome we're happy to be back here. Both Sean and I have been waiting for this moment to come back and talk with you guys. Yeah. We're, we're big fantasy football, weather nerds. And we're, you know, we like to try to combine the two, right? Yeah, we, we absolutely. Are. I
2: mean, I mean, our passions are fantasy football and weather. And we thought one day, you know, what impacts does weather have on football and specifically fantasy football? So this past off season, we've done quite a bit of research and we've built some really good tools for you guys to hopefully help you navigate your fantasy football leagues when there's weather.
3: Yeah. Especially the high impact games, because we all know when, when you get into those, you know, in the time of year, where weather starts to play a real role, it's like, that's, those are the games that matter. You need to yeah. make sure that your, 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 your particular weekly lineup is optimized. And we've seen this time in and time out where, some extreme weather comes in and no one's talking about it in the industry They're like oh yeah there could be some weather but we, we don't really know well that's why we're here we're here to kind of break down those statistics and bring those relationships to light because we want to win our league especially in our league we're, we're the most competitive people you can imagine if you ever want to play fancy football
0: not, so, not only win the yep. league but win the money
2: Win. yep Win the, uh, the, yeah, the money. The money. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah.
2: And it also just on the weather front, like we want to make weather fun, right? I mean, this yeah. is a really fun application of, of weather. And there's a lot of talk out there when you're looking at the news stations and the weather channel, and we're just going to kind of break that down and bring it to light and, and bring it to context and specifically for fantasy, for fantasy football.
0: Okay. So that's what we do. My job is to have Sheldon and Leonard not get too detailed with their weather talk and, Um, you know, we're also going to be bringing on guests. We're going to be bringing on some of the people that we play fantasy with. We're going to bring some of the other weather experts that Mike and Sean know and have become friends with throughout their um, careers in weather. So, um, I could talk about the website or we could bring in our first guest. Uh, we will get to the Colts. We just had our first question actually. We do. Yeah. I was just going to get there. Um, why don't we show the, the website and we can show that we are seeing something for the Colts Jags in Jacksonville and we'll get there and then we'll bring Kevin on. Yeah. So yeah, why don't
2: you start uh calling with the weather table and we can show uh, yep. as of game time what our potential impact games are.
0: Yep. So on our website ffweatherguys.com, we have an updated weather table that um, I'm just going to zoom for you guys if I can. I can't on this one. That's okay. So right here, we are going to put up all the games that we have for the that are the the uh for the week. And we are yeah. showing the in, the Jacksonville Indie game. And do you guys, Sean or Mike, do you want to walk through what um, our table does and what it shows, and how to read it? Yeah,
3: sure. I'll, yeah, yeah. So um, this table will update uh, four times a day, and it will bring in new weather information. Is when the weather models release that information, it comes onto our onto this table. So it'll print out what the particular run is seeing like what types of you know if there's going to be fair weather there's going to be any rain how much any wind and then there's a little column neck on the, all the way to the right that talks about the impact and that's what we all care about here Fancy football well, is there going to be an impact and and you know w- you know we're, we're actually not telling you what those impacts are you're gonna have to come and watch us and talk you know listen to us feel and have problems on twitch to understand what those impacts are but right um in the yeah. end you know it. It'll tell you what games are there to and, watch.
0: Yeah. And as as we progress this this year, we really are hoping to have some kind of interface to show production impacts. Yep. But usually we use our um we used to use our podcast and YouTube channel for that. Um but we will also be doing Twitch to discuss those impacts. And I think Sunday mornings we'll be doing a live session too while we can see it. Also on, on our on
3: high impact weather events.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're gonna be uh, live again yep. on Sundays for if there's high impact, and we'll be fielding questions day of. And the reason for that is because for some weather, uh, we have better basically model data coming in as we get closer to the event. So we'll have much more confidence in certain events.
0: Thank you. So also available on the website is is to discuss, but you can also see our weather tables that show precip and wind um, based on the area of the country. And we'll get into this week, but also... The stadiums are located with a little X. And as, the, as you filter through the time, and we'll discuss more, you can see that for the stadiums will change to the caution to match the table with the color. So that's a little bit of what we do and some of the products that we have. Why don't we, why don't we get into a discussion of, yeah. you know, with our Mike, friend- why don't you
2: start us, since we had a Colt Jag question, why don't you start us off in the tropics?
3: Sure. Yeah. So, Do
0: do we want to talk about Kevin or do we want to talk about weather?
3: No, we're going to do the forecast first. We're going to break it down and then we're going to bring our guests in a little bit later. Okay,
0: let's do it. So where do you want me to go, Mike? You want me to go to the weather map?
3: Yeah, let's look at our nice, beautiful weather maps here. and, and And we want to look at the precipitation map in the U.S. And we want to go to Sunday around 18Z, which is the Zulu time. Essentially, it's around uh, what uh, five p- uh, two p.m. there. So, um, if we if we go to our map and we zoom in at eighteen z on Sunday, 18Z. we will show you the actual uh, the, the forecast. And so, when we're looking at the actual rainfall here in in the Jacksonville area, there is a potential tropical system developing, uh, and, and the National Hurricane Center has been monitoring the system for the last twenty four to forty eight hours. The last that I looked at it, it was a 60% chance of development. That being said, we're starting to see model, models start to show a bit more intense system as this passes across Florida and moves across the, the warm ocean waters of the northeastern Gulf of Mexico and it potentially could intensify into a tropical storm or potentially a low-grade hurricane. Now, what we care about is Sunday afternoon in Jacksonville and what's going to happen as this disturbance passes through. It looks like right now there's going to be a lot of convection thunderstorms that kind of pop up during specific times of day generated by the forcing of this potential tropical. So what does that mean,
0: Mike? I mean, you're getting a little, you're getting a little lengthy here. Yeah. 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 So
3: in the end, we're going to have to worry about thunderstorm risk in Jacksonville. The models are having a hard time of pinpointing when those storms are going to be passing by the stadium at what time on Sunday. Okay.
0: So 18 c is what time? 5.00 PM. 2.00 PM.
3: 2.00 PM.
0: And and the games at uh, what time?
3: It's a 1 p.m. game. 1 p.m. game. So, uh, so right now,
0: break. we're showing that the weather may not be so impactful based on these graphics, if, if someone was that's, to click on them.
3: That's correct. The, the heaviest rain looks to be further south across the southeastern coast of, of Florida there. And there could be some of these little, like, bands of precipitation that come into the stadium. But it's really unpredictable at this point. We're going to have to be you know, paying attention to the higher resolution models here yeah. around game time. This could potentially be a, a, a game so, that Sean and I will jump on to a live stream on Sunday here and, and, so and Luke, talk about. To, but,
0: to, to, to answer your question, we're watching it. We don't know if there will be any severe impact. And what Mike was trying to say is that it's a little bit unknown right now as all is with weather, especially with the tropics. So, yeah. uh, you know, stay tuned. Follow us. Sunday morning will be a lot more information before you need to set your lineup or pick your um, lineup for DFS.
2: Yeah. Um, and yeah, just it, like like Mike said and like Colin said, this is very convectively based, which means it's, it's really unpredictable. So if we yeah, do get rain there, it could be it could yeah. really be heavy.
0: Sean, what does that mean? To the normal viewer. We so have.
2: that that means when we talk about convection, usually we're talking about thunderstorms. And yeah. thunderstorms, weather models have a really tough time picking up on because they're what we call mesoscale features, which are small scale. Small scale. Um, and so models, based on just how they work, have a really tough time capturing convection.
3: They're great, the resolution is too coarse. Cool.
2: Exactly. What Here's the mean? thing with convection: mean?
3: it means that the resolution of the model cannot see a thunderstorm they, these model developers have to put physically put the thunderstorms into the model through a, me, a method called convective parameterization
2: yeah I mean here's the thing if they get rain it could be heavy that's the point we're trying to make here and I ran my model for how this could affect fantasy football points and we're looking at a potential 10% reduction in QB play and a possible 16% reduction and wide receiver play so I don't want to you know I, I want to get more information before we post that out so again on Sunday Follow us. We'll give more information for you.
0: Great question. See, we're we're, we're, we're trying to find our stride. You got to be careful what you ask these two weather weenies because you may be in for a 20-minute conversation.
3: Well, be, be prepared. People like the 20-minute conversation of weather. Everyone loves weather. Come on, man. Yeah. Especially how it I'm impacts not, our lives. I'm lot. not
0: saying that people don't like the 20-minute conversation. People have to understand the 20 minutes of conversation.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then it's speaking of, of weather, the one other game that, you know, maybe not worth showing, but we have a, a, an area of low pressure developing over the Midwest, it's going to track north and uh, trail with it a cold front, and that may impact our game on Sunday as well. Uh, okay. So, you know, if you have a, you know, a Josh Allen, a Le'Veon Bell, um, or like a Stefan Diggs, you know, there may be some impacts to those games as well. So we'll, we'll be on top of that for Sunday.
3: It does seem like the rain's going to be pushing through the Buffalo region. Yeah, uh, I agree. You know, b- before the game starts. So I, we, we're a little bit less concerned with the Buffalo game, but we know how these models so, are. So There's as, issues at this point.
0: So right now at the, at the um, again, I'm sorry. So what time? We have, have another back? question
2: about running backs. Um, so well, I, I, I'm okay. guessing for okay, both of these, talking about a possible running back boost, and based on the data that I'm looking at, you, there's less variability. So the, actually the ceiling uh, of uh, running backs is not as high. So even though they may get a few more carries, they're not as efficient with those carries. So they're not getting as potentially as many yards or as many fantasy points during these heavy weather impacted games. So if on, on Sunday if we are getting heavy thunderstorms and they do seem to be impacting the game that doesn't necessarily mean the running backs are getting a huge boost.
3: And you, you got to keep in mind both run defenses here are pretty stout, you know, like you you're going the uh, the Buffalo Bills has a really good rush defense and all, as does the Jets. Jets actually did pretty good last year when when containing runs. So both running backs are going to have their issues regardless of whether they're trying to play against a top defense. So
2: yeah. Yeah, agreed. We have some, I mean, you have the Colts. You have, I mean, the Jags are, I mean, you have Jonathan Taylor coming in. We'll see. And then there's the unpredictable. You have, like, rookies like Jonathan Taylor. We don't know exactly how the splits are going to go between him and Marlon Mack. So I don't see a lot of upside there with running backs. And you have Chris Thompson against a Colts defense. I, I don't, I'm not buying that. He, I have him as a potential flex option, and I'm not going with him.
0: Okay. All right, hey, Colin, where are we going next,
3: brother? Are we going into the uh, guest here?
0: I think, I think we should, I think we should bring in our guest. Um, I will, we will welcome. Uh, there's Kevin. There was, it said there was two guests waiting. I was like, how come who else is trying to get into our zoom? Call?
2: <laughs> Surprise guest.
0: So as I bring him up there, he All is. right, there he is.
1: Have a little tech issues.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Early on you should, it was, um,
2: it was a learning experience. We'll put it that way.
3: Colin wanted to mute Sean and I, so no one else could hear us, but everyone could just hear him. It's pretty much the that
2: man. So for,
0: for our viewers, this is Kevin. Um, I, I like to let everyone know that Kevin is a huge Creed fan. And if you have any song requests, please <laughs> oh, let us man.
1: know. God, staff, What a legend. <laughs> In his own world. So Kevin yeah,
0: comes, so, Kevin yeah hey, No, from- go ahead, go on. Kevin comes from Chicago as one of Sean's friends, who's also in our league that we have as the fantasy football weather guys, and we want to bring him in, talk about our draft we had on Monday, and just what else he wants to talk about. He has the floor.
1: You mean how crappy it went? Oh, Oh, you didn't like your chatter? No, I actually do. I uh, glad I didn't stick with Amari Cooper. I was kind of weary. Mm -hmm. Just with uh, CC Lamb and all that, but...
2: So is, is that a regret then that you didn't keep Amari Cooper? So just for context, Kevin's referring to we have a 12-team a keeper league, a three-keeper league. It's a half-point PPR. And so uh, Kevin kept uh, Mixon Barkley, and you didn't keep Cooper? No, I kept
1: Allen Robinson. Oh, I like him. I have to figure someone, either it's Trubisky or uh, Foles. He's the only option of the Bears right now.
2: True. I mean, he's definitely a to get the targets. Fan.
1: Yeah, I hate to say it, but. And, and let's a little bit
3: of Homer you know, in you, right? You're you're a Chicago Bears fan, right? So you no, got go to no.
2: You
1: can't really have faith in the fact that you overpaid for Jimmy Graham. He's <laughs> arguably he should be retired. Tariq Cohen, it seems like Nagy can't figure out what to do with him. Mm. Like, it was like a couple games where it's like, all right, great. We'll just kind of throw him out there and then. We'll see what happens afterwards. And then Montgomery, I just can't figure out if he's gonna be healthy.
2: Yeah, well, that's that's gonna be a big start decision this week. We don't know if he's gonna be healthy enough to play. He's very borderline. So you have Tariq Cohen as a potential big play in Chicago have, versus Detroit this week.
0: I yeah. actually got Tariq Cohen in the 10th round. Of our league? Yeah. That's not terrible. Are you not playing bad. him? Next question. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Probably not. (laughs) But
1: you know,
3: hey, Kev, you have some solid keepers there with Mixon and Barkley. I mean, those are some of the top running backs. I, I envy your position right now.
1: I do wonder about Mixon. I keep holding on to faith that he's going to somehow rebound from last year. But I figure with uh, what's his name, Burrow. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he finds a way to utilize him.
2: So here's 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 the thing. Like I was thinking the same thing about Mixon, but in his his last four or five games, um, he was getting over 100 yards. He was getting four or five receptions. He was on fire, and I think Joe Burrow is going to open things up. You have A.J. Green. Sean. Um, you have uh, –
0: You're yeah. right. The last nine games he had 214 touches, which yeah. averaged to 23.8 touches per those last nine games. That's crazy. Yeah. And I-, garbage
1: time, though? I mean, weren't there like fourteen?
3: Well, I think they were trying to solidify the first round, the first pick of their, you know, the draft to get their guys. So once they yeah.
2: solidified that, they are like, all right, Mixon, go do your thing. Have fun. Yeah, I, I anticipate I – mean, we're playing against a tough Chargers front, but in the DFS league, the fantasy uh, – the DraftKings, I picked up Mixon. I think, he, I think they're going to get him out in space, um, and I think he has some great pass-catching opportunities this game and, and potential to break out. I'm, I'm high on him.
0: Yeah, but the Chargers last year – Kind of weren't as great against the run as as their stats showed. They they averaged four point two yards per carry last year, um, allowing against them. So, mm-hmm.
2: you know. I mean, they have a tough front when everyone's healthy. Uh, so, uh, you know, and everyone's healthy going into this year. So we'll we'll see what happens. But they're opening it up. So, so I, I want to say
3: about yeah. So um, Kevin, if you if you ever have any. You know, cold feet about Joe Mixon. I am down to trade for him. I will trade anyone on my roster for Joe Mixon right
1: now. I don't want, except for
0: Mahomes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have one. I,
1: I would trade him too. So I, mean, I do I picked up Wilson like I did last year. He did pretty well.
3: He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, man.
1: I just actually looking at it, I think my wide receivers are better than last year when it was like uh, I had Robinson, Cooper, and Edelman last year.
0: I can tell That's you last year if you want. Yeah.
1: Well Kim, are you
0: talking that, about um, your your league or uh, the,
1: sorry, the twelve team and ten the eighteen here so. which, fi-
0: which do you find which do you find you like better? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's all too stacked. Yeah, it's a little mm-hmm. really confusing as a like, right now and we'll sit down pretty quickly.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Who um, out of all your drafts, or let's just say the two you know the two leagues that, that we're in, um, yeah. who are you highest on? What what pick are you most excited about? That like, like that's maybe not as. That
1: is a good question.
2: What do so you think I, I can that? tell
1: you my least popular right now after I made the pick was Nick Chubb in the second round. Ooh. Oh, why do you say that? I just don't know what's gonna happen with Kareem Hunt now that he's got that extension. Yeah. I didn't realize the extension went in, like, literally the day before.
0: Great mm-hmm. point, or so, too, like, on the Chargers' defense. What's up? I'm just interacting with our fan. I like it. He, He's saying yeah, Chargers are also missing yeah. a lot of key
2: uh, pieces on defense. So, James.
0: You, last yeah. year you had Allen Robinson, Cooper, Edelman. There you go. Uh, uh, and uh, Golden Tate on your bench. You had two defenses on your bench. I, I trying to figure out what this final roster was doing here. Hey, everyone <laughs> in
1: your roster puts
3: in some random stuff there.
1: Keep
0: yeah. It. yeah. Uh, I will say I, I'm looking for my
1: golden pick, the uh, – what is it, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft. With, uh, Scotty Miller.
0: Seven.
1: Yeah. If he can be even remotely like an Edelman for Brady, I, I don't know. It's a, I feel like it's a win-win. It's the last pick of the draft.
2: Yeah, you're taking a. You're just you're just throwing a hail mary at that point, hoping something lands. I'm
1: gonna say Evans gets injured or something, or he's injured for longer. I don't know. I feel like Brady's gonna use that uh, safety net with the slot receiver. You know.
2: He's he's doubtful uh, for this upcoming uh, for this for the the game on Sunday. So.
1: Yeah, especially against the Saints. It's a good defense. We're talking about uh, Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed. He's got a hamstring injury or something.
3: Yeah. Never good. All the Mike Evans fan uh, draft. Out there, drafts I in line. the second round. That's tough, tough loss.
1: Yeah, that is always the, the problem. You just don't know who to pick up on the swing. I mean, I usually do like the stake drafts, yeah. And it's just one of those like you want to go best player, but you know, you're kind of sitting there thinking, like, all right, well, if I don't pick up like a uh, Nick Chubb in the second round, I'll probably not getting another running back until what fourth, fifth, if not later, yeah, so that's right. potentially. Season. Yeah. it we're, does we're, seem
3: with regards I, to the, the Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt issue they're talking about um you know there's a lot of people that ignore you know the, the fact that Kareem Hunt's a really good running back and he's you know he had a it was like the more productive running back at the end of the year compared to Chubb I mean there's game scripts involved there with that but um there is that risk that you know a lot of Chubb owners who drafted him in a top pick you have to worry
2: about Chubb's the thing. talent is undeniable. Here's the thing with Chubb. I mean, I think he had like 13, 1400 yards last year, all purpose yards. I mean, yep. uh, I, I still think he gets a good bulk of the share of, of the work behind uh, Baker Mayfield. I think Kareem Hunt you need to worry about third downs. And my big worry with Nick Chubb is goal line. He had some goal line opportunities last year. He just was not able to convert on. If he converts some of those, we're yeah, not having a different story. discussion right Yeah, it's a
3: different story. 100%. Right. He missed Go out on, on some of his touchdowns.
0: Look, I don't think that's an accident now that Fournette ended up at Tampa Bay. You may actually like that accident.
3: So I, I, I want to say um, when it comes to my my pick that I'm most excited about in our league, I, I took a, a risk here with Zach Moss, running back for the Buffalo Bills. I, I'm hearing that he is a potential. Uh, you know, he could potentially take over the number one position uh, from Devin Singletary because I, I'm hearing there's some some ball security issues, or something along those lines. Maybe he's not catching passes or something. But at least you know everything I'm reading out of you know out of Buffalo is Moss could be potentially good. I'm praying he is for my team, who's really thin on running back. And I'm going to be eating my foot this year because of it. I mean,
2: yeah, you're. You're but, taking a dart throw there, Mike. With and that's kind of like uh, Kevin. Did you didn't you pick up Antonio Gibson in the ten-team league?
1: No, I I probably shouldn't have gone geriatric the way I did. But um, picking up like Philip Lindsay, Lady On Bell. Mm. In my mind, I don't know. They might be some fillers. I'm just curious what the Jets do this year.
3: Jets are going to dom- demolish. You. <laughs> You're talking They're to a number
2: jet, one J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Jets. <laughs> Yeah, but Mike, what do you think about Frank Gore with Le'Veon Bell? You got Adam Gaze. And, and Guys, Frank I'm Gaze. telling you right now,
3: the are going to be a crappy team until Adam Gaze is gone. <laughs> that guy is the worst. I would rather bring back Rex Ryan.
2: Nice. With his
1: Bills truck. For a couple years. Oh, God. Adam Gaze
3: just demolished. He just ruins a freaking – he just ruins it all. Like, look, about, look at Miami. Look about all the stars that have emerged after Gaze left Miami or as players left um, Adam Gaze when they were on Miami. Like Devontae Parker is amazing now, uh, you know, the running back for the Arizona Cardinals. That I, you know, and Drake, and yep. Drake, you know, it's it's just all these guys are popping out of the woodworks now, top tier dra- fantasy draft pick, you know, picks, and it's all because Adam Gaze left. And now you know what's gonna you know what's gonna happen now. <laughs> Freaking Sam Darnold's going to turn into Mark Sanchez now because of the damn coach. That's what's going to happen.
2: I think that's a great analogy right there is Sam Darnold to Mark Sanchez. And it's super unfortunate. All I can say is I'm glad I'm a Giant fan and not a Jet fan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, screw you, Sean. (laughs) Okay, so you bring up a good point, though. What do you think about Ingram this year for the Giants? Because I make the same move every year, and I draft him,
2: and then I regret it. This year I got back on i i think it's always an injury it's always a, he's, he's an injury risk so is, well, if I he's have, healthy I, I think he's gonna get the receptions i have
0: him i That's drafted him. Good. Yeah. he's healthy
2: yeah if he's healthy he's a ppr machine i mean he's more of a wide receiver than an actual tight end you might as well just line him up yeah. as like a slot wide receiver yeah. i mean he's guys i, he's I i'm the goal. reason
3: why engram got hurt last year because i traded for him the week before he got hurt so I just want to say I ruined his year.
0: Mike and so, his Mike and his voodoo. I don't you, agree. You, you, all our fans will start to learn that Mike thinks that there's the fantasy gods that gift and curse him. And it's 100 percent
2: true. Sounds, sounds. You gotta more
3: figure out you, what Mike. to sacrifice each year so you can actually have a good fantasy season. Every year since I've been, you know, doing my rituals, I've been winning my league. So I, I'm afraid I'm to ask. Something.
0: We'll save. We'll save that for another show. What your rituals are. <laughs> Um,
2: so, what do you guys think of uh, Naheem Hines out of the the Colts? With you got Marlon Mack and you got uh, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. One of our viewers is asking about the steal of Hines maybe late in drafts. Somewhere is not. Some places not even drafted.
3: Yeah, he's a free agent on our, our league. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have more of a role. I think he's going to take on some of that pass work. I just they've had Naheem Himes just seen it from him i, I don't get excited right that, that's why he's being drafted and, and i think marlon Mack is going to still have a very large role probably get larger than what jonathan taylor is gonna have now we all expect jonathan taylor to overtake him at some point but i just don't think that naheem hines is going to be as involved as as jonathan taylor will be in the passing in the passing game.
1: Well, so Yeah, because marlon Mack was pretty big when luck was throwing the ball and now they have philip rivers i mean i just think back's going to the PPR machine
0: at some point. Yeah. I it mean, seems like there when... may be some very, very, very low upside with Heinz with PPR, but I mean, he's got 107 receptions in two years. So yeah. it's, mean, not, it's bad. not bad for a running yeah, back. It's
3: not bad. But Jonathan Taylor wasn't on the squad at that
2: point.
0: Right. Right.
2: I I have my doubts about Jonathan Taylor, but that'll be TBD. Uh, I think that's just a murky backfield right now. You got three potentials. Um, and, yeah, I you mean, know, I, mean, I, anticipate, I anticipate Jonathan Taylor to get first and second down work, but we'll see if he's from, effective. From 18
0: and 19, he had 20, 20% reduction in receptions from 63 to 40. Um, you know, it, it, yeah. And now that That's also because
3: there there you had Andrew Luck throwing the ball versus – Well,
0: regardless, and you don't have Andrew percent. Luck, and now you have someone else, so it's <clears> only going to go down is my point.
3: Well, I mean, we all, Philip Rivers does leverage his running backs a lot through passing, dumping off the ball. He is one, you know, we've seen his system work in San Diego when they were in the Chargers and now they've moved, obviously. But yeah. you know, he, he is a good, he is a quarterback that does support that role. Um, I just, I, I, I just think that. Um, there's other options. There's other options. He's a guy, if you're in a 14 person league or, or, you know, and you need some bench depth, you know, you can put, put him on your roster. But, yeah,
2: potentially. Hey, uh, Kevin, is there a player that you, you were just looking forward to getting and you just didn't get? him? The eight team, eight
1: team, no PPR, so full, you know, fantasy. I, I thought it'd be very easy to get a good quarterback, and I'm not mad that I got Roethlisberger, mm. but it's just one of those like I just forgot, and it went like Murray, Dak, Wilson, just like that.
2: Yep. Uh, and what round did you get Roethlisberger though? Last Honestly,
1: game? last round.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if Roethlisberger's healthy, you got Juju yeah. uh, Smith Schuster, you got Deontay Johnson, you got James Conner. Let's hope he's healthy. Uh, you, you got too. options here. Hey, but don't forget to... about Eric Ebron. I don't know if you yeah. said it. Eric Ebron. That's right.
1: He was pretty good last year, especially with a
2: underperforming quarterback. So I
1: just. It's a good if mean, like he's back to form.
3: I did like, hear I... that he is slinging balls. Like his arm strength is there this year. So it could very well go in the direction of, of, of you in that last round pick, you probably got some good value there with that.
2: I would agree. I, I would agree. I don't think a he was actually a player I was targeting. He got picked up in most of the drafts I was in, but I was looking to back him, uh, you know, have him as a backup, but. And I
3: mean, get him. I think the real value there with, with Roethlisberger back is is Juju Smith Schuster, right? I mean, he fell off last year because he, there's a number of reasons why I didn't have his quarterback. He was playing outside. Now that Deontay Johnson's there, he gets to go into the slot again and now you have this machine right so i, I think ben's going to be and, and the pittsburgh Steelers' offense is going to be back to where it was before yeah. they had to make so, a major shift
0: so so kevin one one question what do you think about weather when making your lineups or do you
1: well i guess if i'm thinking about chicago i do just because it's always crappy weather <laughs> um i really do look at though if it's going to be like a winter blast like a, i think of Dolphins and Patriots, they've had some iconic games in the snow, and you still kind of think about if it's going to be like a, a round and pound kind of game or Brady just going to throw a short pass at Edelman Previous Patriots, yeah. obviously, but.
2: Yeah. But and I that's, I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: and that's the question, right? Like, how is, you know, weather affect certain positions during certain types of weather? Um, and it could, yeah, it could definitely vary. And that's awesome.
0: what we're here to hopefully provide for you. Yeah.
1: Well, what we do you think about then, San Fran and Arizona? Like, is that going to happen or
0: no? Oh, that's an interesting, different type of weather. I forgot. I exactly, was gonna... yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> not the same path, but yeah. We're talking
3: about the, the forest fires and the smoke yeah, out in, in smoke. San Francisco. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's another, that's a really good point, right? I mean, that's maybe not even something that we've thought about, but that's another kind of natural phenomena that can definitely impact the game. Yeah, Yeah. I
3: mean, you got to worry about air quality, right? The players running out there, breathing in a lot of that, The, the you know, the particles in the air that's being deposited from those forest fires it i'm sure it's going to cause some issues there so Is it,
0: yeah
3: yeah but we're not health experts right i mean we, we it's, hard, yeah. it's hard for us to kind of understand that we, i
0: don't think not, we want to be in the natural disaster business this year especially this 2020 year. man <laughs> Yeah, the year, the that, year keeps that keeps on giving yeah yeah
3: <laughs>
2: kevin i got one more fantasy question for you of all the, we got a lot of big rookies come in a lot of big uh wide receivers and also some some good running backs who's your top ricky uh rookie pick
1: so that's another pick I wanted to get was Ruggs of the Raiders. Yeah. I just didn't get around to it, but I feel like I was a little too conservative this year in picking kind of uh, go-to people. But I also made a mistake was that uh, a couple years ago with the, John, the Broncos, Freeman, they running right back.
3: Royce Freeman. Yeah, him yeah.
1: like third or fourth round thinking, all right, I'll try a little, uh a little risky and it definitely did not pay off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm kind of curious how it does. I mean, who else do they have? They have well,
2: they have the other Rook, Edwards. I was looking for him, but they're camp. They're saying Edwards is like lighting things on fire. Um, and he and you're getting him maybe two, three, maybe even four rounds later. Um, so I actually picked him up okay. in your league, Kevin. Um, and okay. so I'm, I'm looking to see how things pan
0: out there. But uh, Rug still looks like a solid player.
3: Yeah, so went, this year in our league, a
0: and that's, So I just—I just want to interrupt. Uh, I just got notified that my, my mother is watching. So hi to my mom.
3: Oh, hey, Collins, mom. <laughs> Thanks for joining the stream. We appreciate it. Uh,
0: so I, I, you know,
3: I do want to say about uh, Edwards. Um, I I drafted him in our league. I've heard some good things, like you did, Sean. And I also heard that he was a, a you know, a rookie that. Didn't he get hurt early on? And then he had some issues. Through, then he kind of fell in the draft, in, in the NFL draft. And now he's potentially going to be a sleeper rookie there. And I'm hearing he could be the, the number one w- rookie wide out at the end of the year. So i uh, a lot of that's kind of why I went out and grabbed him. A lot of hype. I, and I,
0: well, I think if I—if you guys want I know you guys will keep talking about fantasy all night long. I kind of want to circle back the conversation with weather. Thank Kevin sure. for his time. Give him a Friday night back.
2: <laughs> yeah, thanks, uh, Thanks, yeah. Kevin, for coming on, talking some fantasy with us. Yeah, it's always good. good to get and get different opinions on here. So, And yeah, uh, I time. welcome you anytime
0: with arms wide open.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just heard the news today.
0: So hope to see All you right, guys, guys yeah. soon in Chicago.
1: Of course, looking forward to it. See All you, right. buddy.
0: Hi uh, Kevin, thank you. See you guys. So that was good. Yeah. Great conversation. Kevin's an awesome guy.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's always good to get, it's yeah, it's always going to get another person's kind of mindset. What's their strategy? You know, who are they high on? What's their thought process? Uh, you know, and it just just to kind of see like, hey, is you know, am I similar? Am I different? You know, is there something I'm missing? So, it's, it's always good to kind of talk with other people fantasy wise. So,
0: it's a I shame we, we... we didn't
3: get him. Oh, I was just well, say, it's a shame we didn't get Kevin to sing some Creed for us. We should have done that
0: next time. Yeah. Um, so, I noticed that we've probably gotten some new. I, I've been watching the thing go up and down. We want to kind of circle back again, talk about the weather impacts just for anyone new that's listening. If it's repetitive, I appreciate it. But, um, you, you know, yeah. So, we, we were seeing, hold on, I'm trying. Set up. Um, I'm going to bring up the screen for everyone. So on our website, we, we do see one game of caution on Sunday at 1 p.m., and that's the Jacksonville Indy game. We did um, – you know, Mike can go back into his discussion about the, the possible tropical uh, – I don't want to say the wrong Disturbance. Term. Disturbance. Uh, for some rain that could push up north into Jacksonville around the game time, and we, the rain probably will pass through Buffalo um, before the game, you guys said, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we're not real too sold on impacts right now in Buffalo, but something we're going to watch for the North Jets.
0: Active. So again, you know, stay with us. Look at our maps. Uh, bring it up to North again for everyone. And I'm at zero. Zulu. I don't know what the Zulu is. I, you guys got it. I just need a cheat sheet. The world needs a cheat sheet, but I need a cheat sheet. Well, (laughs) if you
2: want
3: to know a different time for Zulu, it's Green green, green, green Greenwich Mean Time. So,
0: Greenwich Mean Time. You can change the name, Mike. I still don't know which either one means. Well, Um, if you're over in the
3: UK, you understand it.
0: Well, that's true. That's that's true. Yeah. Um, So yeah,
2: we're we're looking at two systems here. One's a tropical disturbance that may impact the Jacksonville game. The other one we have a uh, an area of low pressure tracking north with a trailing cold front that could impact. The Buffalo game, but we're not as that one. We're not as concerned about, but we'll definitely be keeping an eye on the Jacksonville game and the potential implications for that.
3: Hey guys, breaking
0: news! What's going on? What do we got?
3: Our disturbance that we're talking about for Jacksonville has just been declared by the National Hurricane Center, Tropical Depression 19. So this is a legitimate tropical depression that is predict- predicted to landfall across the, southern, the southeastern coast of Florida as a tropical storm. Potentially, it could be Tropical Storm Sally. But we'll see if the disturbance out in the Eastern MDR gets that name first. But it does look like this is now officially a tropical depression.
0: Wow.
2: Big news. That could be exciting for Sunday. First week of football with a little tropical storm.
0: Sounds- yeah, bring man. Sally up. Bring Sally down. And, and, and
3: this, this, this disturbance is going to be over the northeast Gulf of Mexico around Sunday afternoon. So we're going to have to watch these showers that are pushing from the south to the north because of that cyclonic circulation.
2: So... Mm-hmm. yeah a lot so, going on this weekend
0: so I'm looking at your great um agenda Sean. I appreciate it
2: Oh you so, know me con I always Sean, plan ahead
0: Sean is Sean is the super planner um yeah. i I I, lo- I love no him. one's got to do it <laughs> there's one for banter. I don't think we ever need one for banter. I think that we just, already did that Colin. I know we are. We I I know, That just that just comes naturally so first thing we you know, for our followers and we'll, we'll post this also so that we're, we're trying to maybe broach the subject of offering some swag, some merch, Mike and Sean have the hats, um, the jerseys, In the jerseys. yeah, the jerseys though, unfortunately we're kind of a one-off, right? The company that does those isn't really available anymore, but so maybe something similar. We also have t-shirts on our website that can show our logo. I personally love logo um i think we did all three of us did an amazing job working with a company that was supposed to help us and we basically did it for them i'm never going to say their name out loud because i don't remember it but we got it <laughs> Christ and God. it's great uh so yeah. we do have one last thing to follow us this year we are going to be doing a daily fantasy league we will be updating you periodically on that and how that works to try to incorporate that into our weather discussions because you know, to be all candor with our fans is we are more of weekly players. We really haven't really gotten into the daily leagues yet. But from my perspective, and I'm not speaking for the group, I think weather impacts would have a stronger impact on a daily because you have the option to change studs and change players where in a week weekly, unless it's a traumatic weather event, you're still going to start your Zeke Elliott or your, your you know, um, Mahomes or whoever you have. But the value in a daily league, maybe someone else has an upside. So we're going to work on that and try to build that into our projections and weather. So stay tuned. That's an exciting thing for this year.
2: Yeah, we got a really exciting weather table in development. That's really interactive. It makes it easy for you to analyze start sit decisions. Um, really user friendly. You know, hopefully we'll be getting that out sometime soon. Um, so we do have some products in kind of in development right now.
3: We, we don't want to get everyone too excited with that we'll, we'll say by next year hopefully sooner
0: oh mike no you mike, gotta be you gotta so, be more optimistic so as you guys meet us and see us on on this twitch you'll, you'll learn our personalities sean is the planner mike is the conservative father and, I, <laughs> and i'm the annoying child
3: oh okay yeah, that works i like yeah, that that
2: sums one. it up that sums it up very well <laughs>
3: the conservative <laughs> father
2: nice that's actually accurate mike <laughs> So again,
0: on, on 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 the screen, you can see at uh, at FF Weather Guys. Follow us on Twitter. I'd say Instagram. I think when we can start to travel again and people can go to games and we can do our daily photo contest, you know, our Instagram will be a little bit more active. Um, Facebook definitely at FF Weather Guys. Our YouTube podcast, Castbox. I don't think we're on Spotify. I don't know yet, Mike. Yes or no on Spotify? Um,
3: I'm not sure to be honest. I know we're on Apple we're on Apple and Google I, you know, so iTunes and Google Play Store, so.
0: So, maybe yeah, Spotify right. coming soon. I got to look into that. But again, thank you everyone, Mike and Sean. I'm so glad we had a football season. We didn't know. I'm happy to be back. I'm loving the live yeah. thing. It kind of brings a different energy. Thank you, Luca. Yep. Luca S2, for your uh, engagement.
2: <laughs> yeah, we appreciate Thanks, that. Um, yeah, make sure you're following us on Sunday. We may do another session depending on how things pan out with the tropical dis, uh, disturbance over, over Florida.
3: TD 19, man. Okay, all, all
2: right, guys. Anything else before we kick it off here?
0: I think good I'll luck, start. guys, in week
2: one. Yeah, good luck with it. Uh, yeah, good luck with your, yeah, with all your, uh,
0: yeah. I started off keys. amazing. I had Farbar, two points, uh, Galladays, Hurt, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sutton. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I've already made three moves. I've already dropped three guys. So
0: I saw that. I, I thought <laughs> it was years gonna be done well.
3: good for me too. I,
0: I, I thought I saw it. Uh, who did you drop? Oh, I, I dropped Duke Johnson.
3: He got hurt. I'm like, all right, well, I wanted to see what would happen there. And I, I think David Johnson looked good enough. So I decided to get rid of him.
0: You know, what was really funny. The last thing before we leave last night, the teams that played both had running backs with the same last names and first initials. Duke Johnson, yep. David Johnson, Daryl Williams, Damian Williams. Even though Damian, Damian Williams is, is yeah, on, he's, he's still out. on the team, though. He's still on the team. Easy well, there's there, a don't. new
3: king, a new sheriff in town in Kansas City, and that's C.E.H. Sean,
0: yeah, Well, we were on well, him early, and well, I'm a little worried. worried. Oh, you uh, think uh, you're worried? Goal line work is not his forte
2: right now, but the offensive line's got a small back. Hold their weight.
0: yeah, he's a small back I, yeah. But, but okay. I think
2: if they get him involved. In the passing game, it could open things up a little bit, but the only, he only got thrown to two times and didn't complete either. So, and he was not the third down back, but hopefully he'll emerge into a three down back as the season goes on.
0: As you can see, I probably started another conversation with more banter. <laughs> the banter never ends. All right, anyways, guys, it's been awesome. We'll see you next week or maybe possibly Sunday. Stay tuned on our social media.
3: And then we're still here